And thank you for listening to Live, Laugh, and Love with Latravia. Yes. It is August. Fall, baby. Yes. Time waits on no man for sure. But today's topic is about live and learn. I'm going to say that again. Live and learn. Since the last time I did a little podcasting, I lost my father. He passed away. Um, It's been quite an adjustment for me because uh, now I'm without both my parents at the wonderful age of 45. And I was their only child in their union. But it's been something for me and I find myself like I know that I'm grieving however I'm living and I'm learning you know I I think I, I experienced double loss in some sense because I, I'm always this person that is very kind hearted and loving and I get that characteristics from my dad my dad was a person that would give what he had and he he was a person that caught on to things and self-taught and I look at myself in some senses like that and I'm like yeah I have a lot of qualities like my dad you know the personality the little swagger but you know like to travel and you know be in my own zone but you know life it's really what you make it and when you wake up in the morning, you know, the thoughts that you allow to go through your head can actually set the day and set your direction, set your tone. And we have to really, really realize that a lot of our own frustration, our frustration is really on, brought to us on our own self because of the things that we let allow to resonate in our head and say like, well, you know, life is very challenging. And I speak about that all the time from, you know, financial issues to health issues to relationship issues to just car issues. You know, you can, you can, there are so many things that can mess your day up, but it's how you try to maintain a positive mindset through adversity and through frustration and through anger, through rage and through grief. And, you know, I have asked God to, like, you know, restore my spirit and not let others and their mindsets and others and their own ways hurt me so desperately that I lose sight that, you know, Everybody's not like me. You know, everybody's not kind. Everybody's not thoughtful or care about other people other than themselves. And I have to understand that it's not my place to make people like me. You know, so I have to maintain a positive mindset to say, today is a great day, brother. One person likes me or 25 are, are against me. And it's not saying that, that that's, that's what I'm battling with. But ultimately... What I find is that you have to have an inner peace and you live and you learn. And through living, you understand 
your own makeup. You know, I do think we are so different in so many ways. I, I used to think, oh my gosh, we're all human. It doesn't matter what color we are, we're all human. But man, oh man, I guess something just popped off in me and I started seeing so many different things and different mindsets and different types of people and their and their dispositions and how they interact under certain circumstances and conditions. And it's just like, I'm like, wow, you know, hmm. You know, sometimes you learn a lot, and I and I'm and I'm realizing that sometimes, whereas I think we have a lot in common. Oh, me and you are like, no, we not. You know, it's just like, sort of like this thing here. I was reading a book, and the book was talking about how this woman and this man were messing around, and the woman was uh, a friend of um of the wife and how they could just you know act like nothing's going on you know that kind of that kind of person seriously scares me i mean really i and i'm you know that's why you live and learn some people just not what they're perceived to be you know it's just like the professionalism that's required on our job you know i'm I try my best to be like really professional, not to the point where, you know, I, I act like I got a pipe up my butt or something like that, stuck up or, you know, just unreachable, but you know, I'm laid back, but yet, you know, try to maintain a level of professionalism and, you know, being efficient and courteous yet, you know, able to verbalize things and communicate effectively and everything under that realm. But you know, I'm learning that people are so not what they're perceived to be. And that's the learning aspect. And I'm like, you know, I I, I, I read a lot too. I, I know I say this a lot because I'm so interested in the mind. The mind is so crazy because people will act so cool. And it's like, you know, you'll think, well, oh my gosh, they're cool with me. We're friends. Truly, and they don't—they can't stand you, you know, or they, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, and so I had to come to realize that even though sometimes I felt that my ministry was to reach and encourage, my ministry is that. However, I can't force a person or make a person want to be cool with me or anybody else because a lot of times you know a lot of people feel the way they feel and they're going to stick with it so you know it's just like my faith I try to let you know my works be an example of my beliefs so that no one can say well you know you're just preaching this to me about this and that but you're not living it so I try to let my life be a, a, a representation of who I am but you know as you know we all fall short and a lot of us you know I guess the dynamics of how we're made up you know it comes from you know it it stems I've taken it a step further it comes from our family and our home life you know 
our, our, our environment affects how we respond. You know, you take a person, you know, it's just like this, you know, in the losing the passing of my father, I, I had like one brother-in-law that just really blessed my spirit. I mean, when I tell you he blessed my spirit, it was so unexpected. He was just like, he just, you know, hugged me and he just spoke these words over me and his grip and his, it's just like I could feel that he truly was showing compassion for me and asked me, did I need this? Did I need that? You want me to get something to drink? And then his, his fiance was just, oh my God. So to really, it just, it almost, I, I, I was just like had an out of body experience. I was in tears and sad, but then I just, all of a sudden, it's like I, it's like I felt like I paused and I let off like, my God, see, I believe, you know, and I was just like, wow, this is what I needed. This is true compassion here. I said, some people don't know how to give it. And I was just, I mean, no, not I'm being rude, but you know, everybody's different you know everybody deals with pain and comfort or discomfort differently with loss and there's some are not they're not acceptable to you know you patting them on the back covering them rubbing their head you know just you know trying to and that's all part of you know makeup of people too the makeup of them and what they how they were done when they were little and you know one thing about my dad I reflect back on him he was very compassionate you know he was very loving you know and before he died he was he, he kind of told me you know you know stop sitting around you know battling everything on your own you know if you need something just say it I know pride you get that pride from me I'm a prideful man too I'm not gonna you know, I, I find a way to work out what I gotta work out for myself, but it's okay to ask for help or it's okay to to fall short. You know, those those things resonated in my soul because you know you're living and you're learning and I'm just one of these people that don't want to be a burden to nobody. And you know, I'm a I, I, see this is sort of my training too because I my my up upbringing, you know, being in a two parent home and had parents that you know, made decent money and afforded me a different type of lifestyle. Now, that's the lifestyle aspect, but how we interacted with personal things. I was the only child. I got a lot of, you know, I can say I got a lot of hugs. I got a lot of hugs and kisses from my grandmother. God bless her. And she she was very kind-hearted and soft-spoken, you know. So, you know, I, as, as I put all these things together to come about the live and learn, the makeup people really they tell their story it tells their story and i had to stop getting angry about people and how they are and how they interacted because that may just be how they're raised you know i always look at my doggie you know my little yorkie the infamous jack <laughs> he is a character he is probably about five years old now and he probably were about five pounds if that and when I, you know, when I'm, when, you know, dealing with my loss, he's just like right there up under me. He has a, a compassion, compassion that he gives to me that I, I really, you know, doing normal days, you know, he acts one way, but I feel like I feel like my dog feels that 
something's wrong and he's just like right up on me and he won't move. And you know, at first, at first I was like frustrated, but then I realized his dog is trying to connect with me and give him, give him, give me his regards. And I was like, you know, okay, dogs can love on humans, but you know, why are we humans that have a hard time, you know, loving on one another? You know, I, I, that's just my question, but it's not, it's not one of my ailments because as I understand, we live in it and we learn it. And when you come across that type of person, you be like, you know, it's just like, it's this expression my mom used. That's not my cup of tea. You just say that to the person. This person ain't my cup of tea. You just got to keep it moving. Don't take nothing they say serious. You looking for a little love or attention. This person might, that might not be what they are. A lot of people are not, don't know how to verbalize properly. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, I, and, it, and it might sound off base, it's just the make of us and how unique we are and where, where you know, they say our heart is where, you know, where we put our values into where our, where our heart at, you know, like what we value. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of love and, and I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world to be truly to be to love and to truly give love and to to give to others and see the joys of you know of how they felt when they received things and although i might not be in the most financial the best financial place to to give like i would like to but i know god is going to continue to bless me and i'll be able to give more but i love to see happy people i really do it was like baking cakes and you know making different food things it it thrills me, you know, but as I live and I learned, I learned that I have to stop allowing stuff to take residence in my spirit and I have to vacate it. I got to, you know, you got to go, you got to go and, and you can't, you know, we cannot change people. We cannot change people. And sometimes we have to cut people completely off, out, and, and not acknowledge them, period. And it sounds ugly, but you know, I've learned, you know, just like I was telling my cousin, you know, I'm beyond trying to bond with folks. Not not because I'm a, I'm, I think I'm better. Some people just don't want a closeness. You know, I don't want, you know, like, like, they just got a negative mindset. You know, you can't talk to them about anything. You know, I don't even discuss politics with folks. I'm not a politic person, period, because I've seen politics and and people telling how they feel. And, and you've had friendships that were 30, 40 years or 30 years, 20 years, and they broke it off by particular views and I kind of just, as I saw that, I said, you know what, I'm not going to discuss that. Or racism, you know, everybody, you know, they it's, it's, a, it's a touchy subject. And so, you know, I don't really discuss those type of things, but I learned how to pick and choose what's, you know, what's, prop, what's proper to say and what's not. But when it comes down to, you know, your small group of folks that you ride or die with, it's good when you got some, you know, when you have a group that you can relate to and 
your business ain't told and you know somebody that knows how to pour into you you know it's priceless and those are these are these thoughts that have been going on in my head since me you know dealing with grieving over my father and how how he this his death that I know he's up there and he's not in pain anymore and he's equipped me with so many strengths and talents and you know wisdom and you know I just say well I've always been battling with trying to stop allowing people to affect me and affect my mood and my mindset and I'm also my mindset but my joy and you know when my dad passed away I got to see a side of people that I had never seen before. And at first, I began to cry. You know, I, I cried and I cried because I was confused. I was distraught. But then, after becoming distraught, I became angry. And I was so angered because I could not believe, you know, what I was seeing, what I was hearing, what what I thought to be. And I was like, wow, you know, and, and I, you know, oddly I, I, I do this thing and I do it with my mom too. And she's passed. I talk to him. I'm like, you know, this, this and that. And, you know, I started realizing that it's not my battle. You know, I, I, you know, I have to understand that being the best version of myself is all that matters. And if, and my own pouring into myself and, you know, if my ministry is to encourage and my podcast is to talk about stuff that, you know, day to day encourage somebody, laugh, <laughs> you know, you know, I have different sides. It's not like it, but I just learned. That's why it's live and learn. And my mom always said, "You better live and learn," because sometimes we'll we'll have these these blinders on because we don't want to deal with actuality. But what I find now is that when you identify within yourself what makes you happy, who makes you happy, the people that you can, you know, it's, I'm not saying not to. To, to, I'm not saying to distance yourself, but you know, you know how to keep it moving. And I, like I said, I said, you know what? I'm living and I'm learning, and I'm letting letting myself know that you got plenty more years you want to live on this earth, and you can't let unhappy people break you down. You can't help, let crazy people break you down. You can't let people that that don't see things the way you do break you down. You can only know that your plan is your plan, their plan is their plan, and truth be told, you want everybody to be successful and live the best life for them. They like to bowl, let them bowl. They like to sing, let them sing, and that's what I do. I like, I find myself, I guess because I'm a career mom, <laughs> I find myself more careering and momming. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm doing because I I have a life that when you have children and they 
and they're trying to reach their goals, you know, my my biggest calling is to be the best mom I possibly can be to set the foundation so that my children can be successful and they can have a heart and have a will to work, have a desire to work, a desire to, to achieve things, to set goals, to travel, to live a good life, a good life, abundant life. That means being able to have cars and nice homes, nice uh, vacations, money in the bank, being able to go to different restaurants and travel the world, being able to be positive and trust in the Lord and have a have a relationship with Him. These are the things that I try to do, and that's why a lot of times when you listen to podcasts, you know you 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 hear me. But, you know, I'm still walking that walk and I'm still asking God, you know, to, to guide my steps. Because as a parent, that's my best job that I, I enjoy. That's my, that's my, that's my heart. That, you know what it said? Your passion is where your heart lies. That's where my heart is at. And, you know, I'm thankful because I'm learning that I am a great mom. I didn't realize that other people realized that I was a great mom because I tried so hard to love on my kids and provide for them what they needed and the understanding and boy oh boy a whole different story because they do get on my nerves children they great but they can wreck your nerves because you know they're young and they only see their side and and you're just this and that and oh yes but seeing them do great things is wonderful well, enough of my little chitter-chatter. Like I said, it's about living and learning for me. And I live I live to understand that no matter what my circumstance is presently, no matter what my mindset is presently, I may be sad, I may be grieving, but there's a better day. And the better day starts within what I feed to my mind, what I allow to resonate in my spirit, what I tell to others. And I encourage you, let not your heart be troubled. Don't worry yourself to frustration, to depression, to mental mental issues. Understand to take every day in stride and understand that every day above the ground is a blessing. And when you start with that blessing there, the little things like having a great meal and seeing your family and having a job, when we give that that joy, then the little things like people and things that they do and ways of them, I'm speaking this to myself because you know I'm the one with the problem. (laughs) It won't affect us as much. But until next time, Stay blessed, stay wonderful, educate the mind, pour into yourself, speak encouraging words because you are wonderfully made, you're unique, you are valuable, and you are the best, best you there could be. Until next time, this is Latravia, and I will check you out again soon. Bye-bye.